Hello everybody, welcome to the Okay Podcast Podcast. I'm not the other on your host. I'm Stevie on Twitter. And of course follow the group at UK Packers. And I'm the other joined by my daddy. Yay! <laughs> go daddy go! Who's cutting onions in here? Uh, someone? Anyone? No, just me. It's weird, isn't it? Started all this radio show, podcast, and he was uh, not even born. And now he's leading in the intro. And in a couple of years' time, I can kick back and he can take over some analysis, some admin, um, some meetups, shots of plenty. So, quick snaps coming into the Jags. But before I get there, look, lads, ladies, it's coming into Christmas. Um, and we do have a bit of a run on the march at Christmas. So, if you want a nice snazzy tea, uh, there's a couple of ways you can go about it. Order it early from the shop or uh, get involved in Patreon. Get yourself on there and get in for the Christmas draw. I'm pondering about this Christmas action. I think last December I had two draws, so I'm thinking along the lines of that. Um, but that said, there is a limited amount of signed merch. I am going to do a restock. Um, so if you want to get, get your hands on some of that stuff for underneath the Christmas tree, uh, well then by all means do, if that's convincing the missus or the fella to get something for your fan cave, by all means, uh, crack on. And the same for the t-shirts. Get the orders in nice and early uh, if you are interested and then make sure that we can get them out to you. And maybe treat us to a Patreon. Uh, subscription we've been with you for you know the last number of years um so help us out dive on the patreon and really it's six months and you get all of your money back so after that six months you'll be helping us out so maybe this time in june uh we'll be you know helping us out but until then you'll be helping yourself out by prepaying a t-shirt why am i talking about this is it because there's not a lot to talk about about the jags kind of because this is kind of a, a poo-poo team very poo-poo team. But before we even get into the Jags, I wanted to discuss some mid-season predictions on NFL.com. Absolutely riveting and fascinating stuff. So they were asked, which is total ball of wax, about um, you know who's going to win the Super Bowl, which ugh, these articles annoy me because kind of who cares? And as a fan podcast, at least we can sort of fanboy girl out about the Packers and delve into why they can and can't and all this type of stuff. Now, there's deficiencies there. But do we think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Why not? Because that's why we're fans, right? You know, you could be hypercritical and you could be like, oh, well, I think well. All great. Fantastic. But as I said, the minute playoffs come around, all sober analysis goes down to Swanee because you have to roof your team. Otherwise, why are you doing it? So these experts here have all predicted. So I looked down the list, first of all, right, which kind of peed me off. And they've picked five teams well, I should say five places and I think 10 teams who are going to make the Super Bowl and why and who they're going to face and what's going to happen. And the Packers don't even feature. So let's run down through the list, shall we? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs gets 12 votes. Um, you know, it's the Chiefs over the Bucks, Chiefs over the Saints. And then there's also the Chiefs over the Packers, um, which at least they put us there, but we don't win. And everyone's sort of fangirling over Paddy Mahomes. He's good, lads. He's he's great. You know, he does the piss. But um, also, he's not the only quarterback. Some lads doing some nice stuff. So then Charlie Casserly picks the Saints over the Chiefs. Um, you know, they get four votes. We go down. The Steelers get a shout from people, which is fine. They're undefeated. They're kicking some booty. 
Baltimore Ravens, questionable. The Buffalo Bills get a vote. Now bear in mind, the Packers do not feature as winners on this list. Only Lehuhuzers. And then Indianapolis Colts get a vote. They're tied for fifth. Greg Rosenthal goes for Colts over the Saints, which is a massive hit. And the Las Vegas Raiders make the list. Someone picked them for the Raiders to beat the Bucks, And then I see it's David Carr, so his opinion doesn't matter. Miami Dolphins, someone romanticising over Tua, doing the business. Seattle Seahawks get a vote. Kind of makes sense, you know. People looking at it and saying, are they a legit team? Who knows? Tampa Bay Bucks get a vote. So, and the whole thing, we make the Super Bowl by some people and then we get spanked. And it's all of the comments are always like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is great and stuff, but Petty Mahomes reinventing the position. Yeah, he's good. Um, it's not a whole lot I can say. He's good. Anyway, Jacksonville Jags. Quick snaps. Quick snaps. I'm on my own. Wait, me and my kids. Um, who brought the onions? So when we look at the Jags game, this is a game that obviously we should win. And I don't know why, but there's an awful lot of pundits online and they either make a big deal over that there's Jaguar players that are going back to play their team, as in not going back to Jacksonville, but you know, we're inviting the Jags into Lambo, let's say. And they're banging on about Lazard, who was a practice squad player. Um, Tyler Irvin, who didn't really feature at all. Mercedes Lewis, who was a legit player for them, uh, the best in their history. And Nathaniel Hackett, uh, who did the business there as well. But pff, not really a talking point. It, like, it's not even a case where they're going to figure Nathaniel Hackett out and whatever. It all comes down to the weapons you have and what team you're facing. Now, everyone's trying to make, again, a big deal of Oh, there might be a 1-17, but I don't think there's any but to it. Um, they've been slow to score at the start. And the Packers' strength throughout the season, which has been clear, is that we went up to Leeds at the start and then we ran away with it. So, you know, it's kind of like, what's your weak point? This thing. Okay, well, we're really good at that. Okay, see ya. And that's what it's like. Uh, add to that the injuries that they've had, uh, their really poor defensive play, and the fact that their starting quarterback has went out. Now, I would say Gardner Minshew, you know, that's a factor here. Not really, because they, you know, it's not as if they were sort of lighting up before. Now, when you look at the Jaguar schedule of games and their losses, they won week one and they've been on a skid ever since. So they lost to the Titans. No shame in that. They only lost by three points. Um, they got spanked by the Dolphins uh, by over double scores. They brought the Bengals close-ish. 33-25, uh, The Houston Texans, again, they put up a double score on them. Detroit Lions, they lost to them. Again, almost a double score. And then the Chargers lost out by 10 points, went into their bye, came back out only to get spanked by the Texans. Now, I say spanked. They lost by two points. And uh, Luton had a chance to sort of, you know, work some magic. His completion percentage, quite good. Yardage was more than Deshaun Watson. Um, he ran it in for a rushing touchdown, a nice little spin move and scored one touchdown himself. He was sacked twice, got intercepted once. Um, but they have some playmakers, and again, you know, people are going crazy online on these previews, probably trying to hype it up. I don't know, are they selling tickets or something? Virtual tickets? There's virtual tickets out there. Uh, so James Robinson, who's a rookie, has been outstanding. He's their shining light. You know, people looked at it when they left Forneco and thought, what the hell are they doing? They don't know what they're doing, um, as all fan bases do. And then all of a sudden, James Robinson comes out and rips them a new one. So their last game, 25 carries, 99 yards. So he was one yard away from consecutive 100-yard games. And again, he's breaking some nice records in um, 
Jacksonville because he's doing stuff that you know rookies haven't done in fact I think as a rookie running back he's setting some records that he scored the most points or the most yardage or whatever um through seven games something like that but this isn't a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast this is the UK Packers podcast so we don't really care look it all comes down really to the fact that they can't score early the Packers are good at that the Packers have Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams this is all really you know seemingly high level stuff um but unfortunately for the Jags They've been truly shocking. I think 31st in the NFL on passing plays. And they've also been, I think, 26th or 27th on protecting against the run, defending the run. So this all plays into Green Bay's hands. I would imagine Devontae Adams is going to see some, you know, pretty hefty coverage. And if that is the case, well, then we all know the obvious, right? We're going to run Aaron Jones out of the backfield. I don't think he's a guy you can particularly stop anyway between the pass game and the run game. And again, LaFleur is going to do what he does best. He's going to game plan um, a bit of play action and then they're going to gouge them. So we should expect, I don't know, hopefully this is like an MVS redemption game where he comes out and does the business because he might be targeted a lot. We saw when Devontae went out, he was like, oh, that, you know, Devontae Adams coverage is no joke. So he has Devontae on the field now and with his monster game last week and really throughout the whole season, the fact that the guy is injured and he's still leading the NFL in some metrics is, is quite shocking. So... The defense should be able to feast um, and get some pressure. Of course, the obvious is is that the Packers are heavily expected to win this game. So can the Packers bring that energy and that fire? Because that's what we saw in the losses, the fact that they didn't bring it. Um, so again, is this a dangerous team? Yes, they have some weapons. I mean, DJ Chark, baby Chark Jr. Uh, DJ Chark, I mean, he's good. He's put up 146 yards in the last game against the Texans, but again we we saw the Texans secondary but that's a 20 yard average and again just to go back to James Robinson this is a guy who's running four four and a half yards per carry average again that's part of the of the Packers weak link so you would imagine what a sort of inexperienced rookie Jake Luton quarterback um they're going to lean heavily on the run you would imagine but he's still able to sling it and they have some weapons and there's a lot to be said for a team that are going into a game with reckless abandon I mean their season to them I would imagine is effectively or largely lost, even though I was listening recently about, um, you know, I think it was the Pat McAfee show, you know, really highbrow stuff about who was it on? Was it? I can't remember who it was anyway. I don't want to say because it, it wasn't the Colts. Anyway, um, about a team and do they deliberately tank or do they not? And apparently that's not even a thing. So look, some of these players are going to come out and try to put on some good game tape. Uh, for various reasons, Jake Luton is coming out all starry-eyed about Aaron Rodgers, so that'll go to show you the different quarterback play levels that we're going to see on the night. But definitely, the Packers have to make this another statement game. Predictions? I would say the Packers definitely put up 40-plus, um, and hopefully they can stop the Jags from scoring. But I would say that we're going to have our hands full with James Robinson. We're going to, again, do what we did in the last game. We're going to try force the quarterback to throw the ball um, and he does have weapons to throw the ball too, although their injury report, Tyler Eifert, is on there and he came down with 48 yards in their last game. So, um, And he pretty much catches everything that's thrown his way. He caught four out of five. So, you know, some depletion there, still big weapons, um, and probably in junk time, we'll see them working away at us. Uh, they'll probably run heavy early, sap up some time of possession, but I do expect the Packers to get off to a nice fast start. There'll be some nice inventive stuff there. But look, their defense is terrible. Don't score early. Happy days, Packers, 40 plus. Anyway, there we go. That's quick snaps, quick snaps. And this should be an instance, uh, and this is to you, Jazz, is that uh, Daryl should be back on the podcast again for the for the post game. Because if he isn't, this is just 
pure and absolutely abominable. Anyway, get on to Patreon, get on to the shop, hit up the social medias, hit up me, the Paddy Packer, on Instagram, and of course, at Steve Diddy NFL on Twitter. And we'll give it another maybe 10 years, lads, ladies, and the young fella behind doing these podcasts. But until then, it's a goodbye from me. It's a go pack go. And I'll talk to you on Victory Monday. <laughs>